Back Porching Podcast is brought to you in part by Legacy Now. Legacy Now is a ministry I lead that exists to serve those that serve others, primarily in the student ministry space. If I can serve you for more information about my ministry or to connect with me on social media, you can find more information at LegacyNow.me. That's LegacyNow.me. Well, hey there. Welcome to an evening on the back porch. It's a beautiful night here in Georgia and just enjoying the night and hanging out. And uh, I want to share a couple of thoughts with you. I, I, I stumbled upon something recently and I've, I wanted to share it in the podcast and it really stems from a thought uh, from a conversation back here with someone not too long ago about worth and about identity and especially uh as i'm recording this we're still in the middle of the the global pandemic and uh, a lot of people are having to do some internal thinking uh, because if you're an athlete it's been taken away from you if you're a musician you're not doing that right now and uh, whatever it is you do for most of us we've been taken away from that uh, so for me, part of what I do is, is uh, you know, help lead a chapel every week, and I can't do that right now. We do some digital things, but it's different. You know, I can't be around the students I'm around all the time right now, and that really hurts because I love them and I want to be around them. And uh, there's just so many things that, that right now we're having to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, who am I? And we're having to ask some pretty interesting questions about our life because many of us, at times, we become defined by what we do or by your performance. And so if you're an athlete or a musician or an actor or whatever it is you do, you're, you're a creative, uh, academic, wh- whatever that is in your world, um, even the video games or whatever, maybe you're still doing that. But, um, but we uh, are simple people and we allow ourselves to be defined by simple things. And luckily, our, our God does not do that for us. And as I was thinking about that, I, I Googled this not too long ago. I did a talk for an event a couple years ago. And as part of the talk, I was doing some research. And I, I Googled uh, how many stars are there in the sky. And the Google machine spit out that there are... Ready for this? No, I, I double-checked this because I, I don't, I'm not that smart. One billion trillion stars... That's one zero 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 stars in the sky. One billion trillion stars in the sky. Second Corinthians says, and I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. That the God of the universe, the God that hung one billion trillion stars in the sky cause you his child think about that for a minute just think about it the god of the universe you ever stared at the stars i love that one of my favorite things to do is uh being at the beach at night i love being at the beach at night when you're kind of hear the waves crashing and you can just see this the stars endlessly kind of canvassing the ocean it's one of my favorite places to be when actually I wrote my first book, I was in a cabin in North Carolina, and this cabin was amazing. And uh, they had this incredible porch. There's a theme in my life about porches, but <laughs> they had this incredible porch. I, I spent some time up there with some friends one time when I was doing this this book, working on that. And we just sat on that. I mean, the, you could just like touch the stars. It was amazing. I, I was in Colorado once at a convention when I was on staff for Crusade, and 
uh, we went to this mountain one night to, to do a thing. That's a whole other story. If you know that story, quit laughing. Um, but literally, I remember when we parked and we walked out on the ledge that kind of overlooked this river and we were kind of high up. And it, it literally felt like I could reach up and just pull a star down. And they were unlimited. It's unbelievable. The God of the universe, the God that hung those stars in the sky, calls you his child. You just think about that. Man, if that's true, do we live like that? Is, is identified by that? Because most of us, if we're honest, there's a, we're identified by trivial things. In fact, um, I'm going to change it a little bit. Not just identified. Are we defined by that? Are we allowing that to define our inner being? Because there will be inner life. I'm sure I've said this before, but this is just a recurring thought for me. It's one of my, you put me on a stage, I'm going to talk about it, things. There are hundreds of thousands of things that will identify you in your life. How big you are, how small you are, what kind of hair you have, or if you have hair. Uh, you know, who your family is or who your family isn't. What you do, what you don't do, what you're good at, what you're not good at. We become identified by all these things. And it's just the funniest thing in the world. You, like, like recently, uh, I was like, hanging out with a friend and we started talking about stuff we were watching. Hey, have you watched this yet? Oh, yeah. We start talking about that. Or no, I haven't watched that yet. And very quickly, if someone's watched what you watch, you kind of find this common ground. Oh, yeah, yeah. This idea, we can talk about this. There's an identity there. There's a connection there. And there are so many of those things in our life about things we identify with. But most of those things if we're honest, they're very superficial. And a lot of those things change over time. There was a time where I had hair. Been a long time, but I mean, I like on my head. But it's just been a long time. But there was a time. But that doesn't define me. It might identify me, but it doesn't define me. What's that look like for you? And, and during this season of, of pandemic, when you're maybe you're sheltering in place or maybe you're not going out as much and you're having to look in the mirror a little bit more and wearing the same clothes every day or whatever it is that's going on in your world, would, would you take some time and think about it? Consider what, what right now is defining me. Am I defined by what's going on in the world? Because if that's the case, I hate to tell you, and I've been there, we've all been there, Gosh, life gets really, really tough. If you're defined by the fact that you're a child of God, yesterday, today, and forever, that his love never changes, his promises are always true, man, there is some hope. There's some joy. There's some peace that happens in this life. If you're defined by things like who you are, and what you do, meaning who you are by a relationship or what you do or by this re this girl or this guy or whatever that is. Gosh, that stuff is so superficial. And I wish I said that from a super spiritual pulpit where I could say, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I, gosh, we've all been there. Let's be honest. We all do it. We all have those moments where we allow our, those things to define us. It's okay to let them identify you. Don't let them define you. And the danger of that, of course, is that's the story we start telling ourselves. That's the narrative we start telling ourselves is this is who I am. This is what I do. And I, we become defined by our performance, not defined by our father. 
you know, uh, in Ephesians, a, a verse we've all heard a bunch, but I, I, as I was thinking about this, I stumbled on this again. Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us up with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians chapter 2. And by God's grace, if you have a relationship with him, you've been adopted into his family. You're no longer defined by things of this world. You've been given a new name. And no matter what happens to you or what identification comes and goes from you, you can hold tight to that. Even if this world comes at you and even if things happen to you, no matter what that is, you can hold tight to the truth that you are defined as a child of God. And that will never, ever change. So no matter where you are right now in the pandemic world, I want to challenge you just to think, what would your life look like? If I allow myself to be defined alone by him, that doesn't mean you can't be identified by the, the hundreds of thousands of things in this world that will identify you. But your score on a game doesn't matter, or that game you didn't get to play. All that stuff is super important. I get it. I'm navigating with the school I work with about you know, things like graduation. I hate that some students that I care about might not be able to stand up on a stage and get a degree they deserve. And we're doing everything we can to figure that out. But gosh, I hate that. But that doesn't define them. They're not defined by whether they walk on stage or not. They're defined by Jesus. That's true for all of us. And I know it's true for you. And so wherever you are today, I just want to challenge you. Take a minute. Think about it. What's defining you right now? Is it your current circumstances? Or is it the eternal reality of the fact that the God of one billion trillion stars calls you his child. I hope it's that. Thanks for hanging out on the porch tonight. Talk soon.